You know what? I think we should probably consider starting the show. I suppose so. All I think this great uh, content that, that people are just missing because they're not <laughs> patrons. Hey, 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 backloggers. It's your boy, Mathman1024, and I'm here with the other boy, Blaze Knight0923. Hope you guys are all doing well out there in radio slash internet land. I'm doing fine. I think I'm doing fine. I got a haircut, but you can't see that. Took off about two, two and a half inches off the top. Looks Feeling good. good. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. I've been wanting to do it for a while and just had to wait for the right time so that my wife could help me because I don't know what it is about my hair or my head. If it's misshapen or what, there's always a spot that I miss. And no matter how much I feel for it, I can never find it. Even if I go over it a hundred times, I can never find it. My wife's like, you missed a spot. I'm like, thank you. And then, of course, she comes and she you know, will uh, clean up the neckline, which is very helpful. So, hey, hey so, you know, I guess that's maybe my favorite thing since last time. I got a haircut. That was going to be my question. Was that your favorite <laughs> thing since last time? It, I mean, it it could be. I was actually trying to think about, you know, what was my, what was my favorite thing? I think I had something else in my mind, but on my mind, but I kind of, you know, I don't, I don't know. It just slipped. Um, we, uh. So earlier today, my wife and I uh, volunteered with the with the shelter, but they had an event at a mall. So we were there for you know a few hours talking to a bunch of people, and I was like, I stayed in one of the pens they had set up with these two dogs. It's crazy to think they're like five and a half months old; they're still puppies, but they're already like forty or fifty pounds. Just think like how much bigger they're going to get. But mm-hmm. a lot of people coming by, and I think we had ten dogs there. Two got adopted, and I hope that more people will come by the shelter or they'll come back whenever they have a, another adoption event. Because I think there was people that were interested, but it just wasn't the right time for them or they just need to think about it. But I don't know, that was, uh, that was a good time, good time. And I, I really hope that the dogs will be able to find their forever homes. I really do. Because they're so, some of them are just so sweet and. I think my wife and I would take all of them, but we just don't, we just don't have the room and we're probably not zoned for having, I'm sure there's a limit to how many dogs we can have. Probably. So what was your favorite thing? Well, uh, anyone in the discord would have already gotten spoilers, but after well, over, over 10 years, probably, probably closer to 12 years, I finally am able to display my my game collection out in in the open air for the first time in, in ages. Uh, and prior to that, my game collection was in a closed cabinet, far away, hard to see, not easy to peruse. Made it you know, a little more challenging to go over, grab a physical game, pop it in, and be ready to play. But now that they're out, and I can see them and look at them and go, yeah, that looks like a good time. I think I'm going to be even more scatterbrained 
with the <laughs> gaming going. Oh, this isn't a good thing. I got to put them back in there. I got to come back in there. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no, no. I, I do love it, though. Uh, took the chance to pull one of those games out and spend a, a little bit of time playing it about, about an hour earlier today just because I could. What were you playing? I was playing uh, Left for Dead. Um, the, the Xbox 360 version. Uh, well, enhanced for X or whatever they did. Cause, oh, sure. Um, that's the thing, though. Like I plugged it in and you're expecting it to look one way. And then like it almost enters the uncanny valley with the way that they've enhanced it. Certain things, but other things aren't. Like the control scheme is kind of weird, yeah, uh, and it's just not as intuitive as you would expect. And not that I play a ton of first-person shooters anyway, but yeah. Oh and, wait a minute! It's, you said Left for Dead. Mm-hmm. I think I've got like a different picture in my head with the covers, and that may be Back for Blood. And, and what's the one that has like like the, the the hand that's on it, like a bloody hand? What 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 do you say? What's for? What do you? So in Left for Dead, it's got a hand on it, and the thumb is yeah. missing, so it looks like a four. Okay, and it's maybe, green. Maybe that it. Maybe that is the game I'm thinking of. What's Back for Blood? Or Back for Blood is a newer spiritual successor to it. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I played the first one. I have them both. Um, I don't know that I'll continue playing it because when you play by yourself, you still get three. AI controlled companions and uh, they're good, like too good. So <laughs> you don't feel like you're contributing as much as you want to. So every time okay. I look, it'll be, oh, Bill killed the smoker. Uh, Bill killed uh, the hunter. Uh, Lewis killed whoever. And I'm like, but I wanted to take down the tank or to fight the witch or, you know, the different special zombies that they have. And I didn't even see them. They killed them before I could see them. (laughs) Which, like, is probably how it would be if we were playing multiplayer online with a a lobby of four people. But it just feels bad when you're playing by yourself and the AI is taking all the the special kills, you know? Yeah, I'm trying to think of what game it is. I think I feel like I recently experienced something like that where there's some AI-controlled people I'm like, oh, I thought I was going to get the, the last hit. It may have been when I was playing, uh, not really like a mini game, but part of uh, Like a Dragon Gaiden. There's there's a part where you're in the Coliseum, and there are fights where it's just Kiryu versus one person or a group of people. But then there's this other part where it's a huge, it's not called a tag team, but it's like you and, you know, say four or maybe 10 people that you've recruited. And you you don't really give them commands. Like they have certain things they do, whether they're going to be support or attack. And we're fighting all these people, and I can see how many enemies are left to defeat. Oh, there's one left to defeat. It's, it's the big bad guy. Let me go and uh, help you guys, because I was over here with somebody else. And before I can get there, they've taken down this boss. I went, I guess you don't need the Dragon of Dojima anymore. I'm just uh, superfluous at this point. Thanks a lot, team. Good job. Well, that's similar to what was happening to us when we were playing Gloomhaven last week. Is you kept trying to get the weaker ones so that you could deal 
like for oh, yeah. damage. And it was either my AI controlled companion, the the bear, oh, or yeah. what a the, beast. the snake thing, or we also had three AI controlled companions that were like bandits helping us out that kept like taking oh. kills. Yeah. So it's just kind of been across the board there for us, hasn't it? Yeah, they, um, I forgot about that. Wow, that was just last week. Man. Having a hard time remembering all that. (laughs) Well, I haven't done a ton of gaming because I haven't. Uh, What I did play was left for dead and then uh messing around with a little bit of dead by daylight like not even a lot just to cut like a couple hours here and there because they had a new uh lights out event and that only goes for about a week and when it's gone it's gone and it's basically a super stripped down version turn the lights down low on four very specific maps uh, you got to really play using your ears instead of your eyes uh no no more scratch marks no more terror radius it's a very limited, very different, well, slightly different way to play Dead by Daylight. And they had a special um, tome challenge. You got to do certain challenges and you unlock uh, art pieces uh, that you can use in the game. So I've been dabbling with that a little bit and I've had a good time, but I, I'm ready to get back to regular Dead by Daylight. Um, I'm glad it's only a limited time thing, but I do hope that they bring out more modes in the future. But yeah, I haven't played a ton. Sorry well, to continue I, disappointing the community. You know For what? what it's I worth, mean, though, I did think about playing a game. So I'm always thinking about playing a game. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've been. Well, I'm a little bit behind on my work because I've been playing games, and really, I've been doing this at night. But like, I'm sitting in bed, and I don't want to get up and try to do any work. So I'm gonna have to change some. I got. I got to change something. Because I do have some things that I need to get done. But I've been playing... I've just been playing a couple of games. And I've also been trying to complete the the daily challenges with the Xbox... Uh, like the daily rewards stuff. Mm-hmm. So we mentioned this before about you know doing the searches with like the, the app on your phone. Or just doing the Bing searches on the computer to get the, the points. But they also have these daily challenges. And sometimes it's something as simple as... Like there's two daily challenges. It's like, you know, play a game on Game Pass. Well, that's easy. And then there's, you know, get an achievement. But it's getting an, getting an achievement in a Game Pass game. So I'm like, okay, well, here's a game that I'm pretty sure I can get an easy achievement. I'm not even like looking things up, but, you know, playing a game early on, it's really easy to get an achievement. So I've been playing through, kind of playing through like a Brotato and, oh, I know I'm pretty close to getting an achievement in Like a Dragon Gaiden. So... Let me just do that real quick so I can get that achievement. Because if I can do enough of these, if I do enough of the daily ones and the weekly ones, then I get the big bonus of the monthly one, which is, you know, a thousand points. Like, well, you know, that's a nice little bonus just for me playing video games. So, uh, yeah, I, so I started playing Brotato. Have you played Brotato? I have not. <sighs> I've heard Grouchy talk about it, and I've heard a lot of people in the Discord talk about it. Uh, I put the uh, the Brotato emote in the Discord, but yeah. that's been about the extent of my experience with Brotato. Well, you should totally play it. I mean, it's a fairly small download, and 
it's very easy to get caught up in the different runs. Uh, yeah. So like the, the whole premise of it, it's, you know, each, each level, I, I would say level, I think a lot of people would compare it to vampire survivors, but as opposed to these unending levels of vampire survivors, you're locked into a certain square and enemies just keep, you know, populating and you have weapons that have, you know, certain cooldowns. And the great thing about it is that it'll automatically aim to the closest enemy, or you can manually aim if you want to. You have melee, you have ranged attacks, and it's really whatever you want to. Now, if you're doing vampire survivors, once you pick your weapons, you can't get rid of them. But in this one, you say, you know what? Oh, here's a weapon that that I want. I can ditch what I have. I can you know recycle it and pick up a new weapon. Or if I have two of the same weapon in the same level, I can combine them to be the next level. So if I have, you know, revolver two and revolver two, combine those to get revolver three. And it's all about like, how do you want to build your character? Do you want to build up, you know, your melee damage or your range damage? Um, and there's also other things. I actually have to go to a wiki to figure out, you know, what is, you know, harvesting or engineering. Um, and it's just like each character has their own, um, set of default statistics that go along with it. And so there's one that I picked up that gets bonuses for having unarmed attacks. Basically all he has are, are fists and open hands. So like, okay, well I'm going to have a build that is just that guy. So he's going around slapping everybody because I get bonuses to the, I feel like to, to the melee damage or to the damage percent. I can't remember what it was. And I just kept leveling those guys up, leveling them up and so on. Like I could have had guns, I went, well, you know, for this guy, I'm going to focus on, on just the hands. And I got something that was like a burning fist. So now he's hitting them, but he's also spreading burn damage to them. Nice. And, like, you know, the enemies are all very, very samey. But, you know, wave after wave and you're, you know, collecting the little gems that the little energy crystals that they drop. And that's your currency that's used to, you know, buy weapons. One of the things I found interesting, though, is that after every wave... You have like four things that you can buy, but you can also like re-roll them to get new things if you want to. It'll cost money. But if there's an item there that you want, but you don't have money for, you can actually lock it in place so that it'll still be there after your next run. Or after the next um after the next wave. Otherwise it you know resets all four of your options. That's convenient. Yeah, so there are a few times I went, oh, I really want this, but I'm short by like, you know, five crystals. Like, okay, I'm gonna save that there. Come back to it in the next round. Now, I'm going to go ahead and admit that I changed the difficulty settings. So I've oh, got to down. make it tougher. I get it. I get it. Sometimes games are just too easy and you need a little bit of extra challenge. But you know, you know, gamers, you got to be a real gamer, man. So like these people that are out there playing their, their Candy Crush saga and all this other crap, you're not a real gamer, man. The only real gamers bump up the difficulty to 200%. The only reason it's not 500% is because it stops at 400%. You know what I'm saying? So that's the way I play my games. No, but I bump <laughs> things down to 85% for... Uh, for the speed, for the damage they deal, and for um, the amount of health they have. Just because I was kind of getting close at 100%, but I was like, this is just, it was just too much. But by, by adjusting it down, adjusting the sliders down just a little bit, and like each, each, each of those has their own sliders. So if you say, you know what, I want to, you know, bump up their, 
damage but reduce their speed, I can do that. I just said, let's reduce it all to 85% and see what happens. And it's still giving me a challenge, but it's not making me angry, frustrated. There you go. Which can easily happen with with certain games. But I feel like every run you do, like there's something that you're unlocking, whether it's a, a new character or a new item that can show up in future runs. So it's a it's it's a great game. Check it out. Um, and if you want to, I think it's like five dollars if you want to get it on Switch. And as of this recording, it's twenty percent off, so it's four dollars. And I'm almost thinking about maybe I should just buy it to have it on the Switch. Four bucks. That's that's not really a whole lot. I've got some credit. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I mean, if you're enjoying the game, you think it's something you're going to keep playing. You know, Game Pass games leave eventually, so. Yeah, and, and I like how. I think the game could probably go for more than five dollars. So it's just nice to see that you know there are, I guess, budget-friendly games that aren't then tacking on a bunch of, you know, unnecessary purchase options. At least from what I can tell. So far. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I may play a couple rounds of that each night just to kind of chill because I can just use like the the left, um, the left stick and just sit there and like, all right, I'm just doing this. I can pet my dog with my other hand. Like, oh, so you're a good girl. I'm just killing waves of monsters. So it's, it's fun. There you go. So I don't remember if I talked about this last time, if I'd beaten Like a Dragon Gaiden last time. You know, I don't know. I don't think I had beaten it then. Because I was trying to beat it so I could get to infinite wealth. So I kind of mainlined the story at the end. Um, but I have gone back and done a few extra side things just so I can get some of those achievements for the Microsoft point stuff. Plus it's just like a, it's still a really interesting and fun world to, to go in and mess around with. I don't think I'm going to hundred percent it, but it's a, it's still such a good game. And if you got game pass, you got to check it out. See, and knowing that you're about to, or have already jumped into infinite wealth, like, see, that would be a struggle for me. Because uh, I can't just stick with certain exceptions notwithstanding, but I can't just stick with <laughs> like um, the same genre of game back to back to back to back. Like if I were going to try a marathon like the Tomb Raider games, I don't think that that would work out well for me. I would I'd burn out on that style so of there, game. And I know well, that they're slightly different, but. Well, there are similarities, but the. Of course, the storylines are, are going to be very, very similar. The convoluted Yakuza mafia stuff. But the the character of Kiryu versus Ichiban are completely different. Like, Kiryu is very serious. He, like, there's no silliness in him whatsoever. But Ichiban is just, like, he is a hot mess. So the, there's enough difference in, in the characters. Plus the combat, you go from the, the brawling aspect of, you know, Gaiden to the turn-based RPG-ness of Infinite Wealth. So again, there's some similarities, but I think those differences are enough where you feel like it's not the same game. I know that there are certain things that I can expect in terms of some of the, the wackiness with some side stories, but it's enough of a difference for me that, that I don't 
I'm not experiencing what you're talking about. Okay. Fair point. I should and think another, before I open my mouth. Cheese, Mike. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I, but I, I totally get that. If you play, you know, the three Tomb Raiders back to back to back, you're like, oh, it's all, it can be very similar. And, and, I, and I can see how that could kind of ruin the experience. You might say, you know what? I need some kind of palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. But as I would say another thing about Infinite Wealth is that there have been so many moments where I'm just grinning from ear to ear because here are these characters from the first Like a Dragon. I'm like, ah, you guys are you guys are still here. You were still you still have this great rapport with each other, and the way that you banter is fantastic. And you're still in this very familiar world to me. And I can so like you you start off in Kamurocho, which is like the main city that you're in, and like a dragon. And I'm running around like, oh, there's this place. Oh, there's that place. But I can't go into them. So like, I know they're there, but I don't get to have those same experiences. Like in Like a Dragon, there is a place that's like a Mario Kart ripoff. I can go to it in Infinite Wealth, but all I can do is see that there is a sign. And I can't go in there. And they probably had to cut that stuff to make room for the things that you're actually supposed to do in Infinite Wealth. Like well, I, build your Animal Crossing. I mean, Infinite Wealth Island. Right. I mean, I don't think there. I think there are some things that, of course, we're going to have to be the same. But this other stuff, okay, we're not we're not doing that. We're not going to get distracted with that. Here's like a here's one Sega arcade for you to go in and mess around with. But really, the focus is, I think, getting you to Hawaii. So, I finally got there. I probably surprised my younger son when I you know completed a chapter. <laughs> how how uh, how far into it gets you there? Just like a rough percentage without giving a specific chapter. Oh, gosh, I don't know. I can't remember if it was. I I think you get to Hawaii in the second chapter. So depending on how quickly you do it, it probably doesn't really take you that long. There is a like with a lot of the Yakuza, like a dragon games. There is a lot of talky there's a lot of you know cut scenes that you've got to get through but it's all reminding you of what happened in like a dragon and it's setting you up for like why is like like how does ichiban end up in hawaii anyway like what's like like why is he there how do you get there and it's you know i think sometimes like okay this is cutscenes are a little bit long but I know that's what's there. It's what's, you know, it's a big part of it. So I'm going to get through that, enjoy it, and, you know, see what comes next. I want to ask spoiler questions, but <clears throat> I know well, I shouldn't because the just, game just you, came out. You can ask a question and I can just not answer it. I, okay. Uh, I guess my, my question is, is you're talking about some of those recurring characters. Do any of them get to be in your party after you transition? like to Hawaii because that's such a huge jump like so the Hawaii part is something that you know it's a it's a trip that Ichiban makes solo so there were parts in uh, back when he's in Japan where he is still there a couple of parts where he is with characters from the first game but 
you kind of get the sense that they, they aren't permanent. And I don't know if they're going to come back. I would imagine they would. Like, I couldn't imagine them being part of your party and gaining some levels with them only to have them be gone forever. Like, I don't imagine them being like, you know, Healy from chapter one of Dragon Quest Four when you're playing as Ragnar, the, the knight. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Nope. Okay, well, there's not. It's like not the a Dragon Quest guy. It's almost like an NPC that you pick up who is like a, a heel slime. And you, you have no control over what he does. If he's going to attack or heal, he's really there as a support character. Oh, uh, a, a guest character like Bannon in Final Fantasy VI. Yes, yes, that is correct. Was he the only one? Or was there were there others? Uh, you got Biggs and Wedge. You got tons of Moogles. You get a oh, couple yeah, of ghosts. Yeah. Uh, you get to play as Leo for a little bit. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I. I hope that they're not like that, especially since I was able to buy equipment for them and I spent money on equipment for them. You're going to have infinite wealth. It'll be all right. Well, that's what the game promises, but I don't know if that's necessarily true. We're going to find out. (laughs) Yeah. So, and that's like the, the main stuff that I've been playing. Um, I think I've, I think I've started Aiden Chronicles because it's on game pass. I thought, you know what? I need to pay, play another Game Pass game for my points. So right, we'll, we'll see about that one. Just try to, I don't even want to say that I'm focusing on these other ones, but they're definitely the ones that have my attention. You know, and, and full, full disclosure, um, my main focus as far as like my free time has been on D&D and thinking about that and learning about that and getting as much information into to D&D as I can. And that's at least part of why I haven't been playing as many games because I'm like, oh, I could. I could go back and play Final Fantasy or or I could watch this video about how to be a better fighter. And maybe I should do that instead. And then I'm on hours of watching D&D videos. So. I feel like I'm, I'm woefully underprepared for our next session. I haven't been looking at anything Oh, I am so ready. I have my role play planned out. I know what I'm going to do to address my main weakness in the next area. Uh, I, I'm I'm ready to go. Wait, so what's your main weakness? Well, okay. So we are about to enter a cave of some sort. And everybody else in the party has dark vision. So you guys can all see. But as a human, I don't have dark vision. So oh, I need to oh, have okay. a light source with me so that I can see. And so I have I have a plan. I don't know I don't know if he'll let me do it, but I have are a gonna, plan. Are you gonna Are you gonna say uh, my character has going is going into the woods to find some lightning bugs to capture in a jar so that he can see in the cave? Roll for initiative. Ugh, <laughs> I rolled a two. Well, you try capturing the lightning bugs, but they all escaped. <laughs> well, we all have torches in our packs, so like that's not not the issue, but. I guess you'll see tomorrow what what I'm gonna try and plan. All we'll right, see. All right. See if, how it hammers out. Yeah, I forgot they were. I kind of forgot they were doing the cave, but I remember that now. Do we? No, that was something else. Man, I'm just. I'm so not even thinking about that. I feel like there's so many other things that are in my mind. <laughs> um, well, you were the one who was taking notes, so review your notes, and you'll be ahead of the pack. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So last week, I'm glad we weren't doing it last weekend because I was so frazzled. I'd spent hours making uh, videos for my students for, uh, for this past week for the trade class and the video editing software I've been using wasn't rendering and exporting anything. I had the, had the raw video files, but the thing is I was using two and three different sources for those and program was easy enough to put things together and I can move the webcam part around. Could not get it to render even installed it on a different computer with the files. Couldn't get it to do anything. So guess who got to re-record an entire week's worth of lectures? Uh, this guy. That the the technical difficulties of just things in general are the most frustrating thing to me. When things don't just work like they're supposed to work, mm-hmm. I get so frustrated so easy. So I can't imagine how you must have felt dealing with, oh, yeah. Here's a week's worth of work that you have to just redo. And it's for your job, so you can't even just be like, nah, I'm not gonna. Nope, well, you and, have to do it. And if I had just said, you know what, this isn't working, let me just re-record everything. I would have been done a lot sooner, but I spent so much time you know, doing internet searches and uninstalling and reinstalling, thinking I'm going to be able to come up to a solution because I had already had edited the videos and I had the file for... You know, that had the edit, they would just pull the the videos and nope, nothing. So I was disappointed that I was having to go back to OBS to do it because the problem in OBS is that I can't, I just can't edit. It is, it just is what it is when I do the recording. So if I mess up, it's stop recording, restart, and try not to be frustrated when I'm redoing the same thing because I screwed up the first time. All right. And the square root of pi equals to the fourth quarter of the Pythagorean theorem. Oh, dang it. I know nothing yeah. about trigonometry. So that's, you know, kids tell you what, just give up. As long as you make sure that you have a calculator with you at all times and somebody who knows how to do math, you're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. <laughs> what? Whoa, whoa. Are you? Well, that's good to to a certain extent, but it doesn't have all the really cool functions. I but bet you, know you there's an app for that. Oh, there oh there is. But I think I had a have a pretty nice setup now where I have the so I, like I redid an overlay, so it's not just you know a rectangular you know capture of what I'm drawing and a rectangular capture of the webcam and the graphing calculator. I just did like a simple overlay to kind of round off the edges, just make it a little bit, I don't know, not as harsh. And so I've got the drawing area, webcam, and then I've got directly underneath that, you know, I've got to have a document camera so I can capture this in another window. So I think it worked out. I'm going to pretend it worked out. Not that my students <laughs> are going to watch them. I They're going to watch them so much while they're listening to them in the background, I'm sure. They have a test this week. I I hope they watched. I hope they did. Otherwise, Tuesday is going to suck for them. (laughs) Uh, And, you know, there was another thing that I spent a lot of time on this week. And really a a lot of stress and struggle. Trigonometry? No, no, no. Not trigonometry. It felt like 
like trigonometry. See, because I was working on on figuring out my top twenty games of all time for uh, you know this podcast we were supposed to record, but wait, this it, is a podcast that we're recording. Yeah, but uh, that's not the topic for tonight, now, is it? Well, if it's just if it's just the two of us, I feel like we need more input from our fellow backloggers and backlog busters. But gosh, everybody has things to do. I know. See, here's 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 my my thought on on it is that you know twenty games is kind of a lot to go through. You know, and, and but maybe, we're gonna do we're gonna do like uh, twenty to eleven, and then we're gonna do in the next episode like uh, ten to six, and then five to one. We're gonna so, do all twenty one time. So we're gonna sit and record that all at one time, so we can keep everybody together, right? <laughs> oh gosh, I didn't even think about that. Well, this might be just like a year-long project to make sure we can get us together. It's like, okay, guys, here's how we're going to do it. Just Let's just sprinkle it in as everybody shows up. Here, let, let's start with Ryan's. What do you got? All right, Mike, what do you got? All right, so next time we get Matt in. Oh, Matt, what were yours? Oh, there you go. And then when it's all done, edit it all together at the end. I like how you guys say just edit it all together. though. It's just you just wave your hands and magically it's done. You know, yeah, I do know. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> go on, go it sounded on. Sounded good in the moment. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't cause your video equipment to crash. <sighs> no, but you were saying like, oh, you can just edit things out. Like, you know what? Yeah, I can do a lot of editing. I can make sure that you know what. Never mind. Forget it. Forget it. I'm, I'm feeling <laughs> feeling salty. So tell you what, I thought I was gonna like make down, like write my list of top twenty games. Because mm-hmm. I have well, how many games I have listed in my top one hundred. Because I just started making a list of all the games I could think of that I enjoyed, um, and then I was gonna try to whittle them down after that. But I think there are some that for sure, and especially anybody who has been listening to the Backlog Busters will know, there are certain games that you can put in my top 20. You can guarantee that they're going to be there. So what So what was your process for coming up with your games? Well, I sat oh, down a, and... Uh, Sorry, I'm just looking at my list. <laughs> well, I looked through my Xbox achievements and wrote down all the games that I really enjoyed. Uh, then I went through my spreadsheet that has all my games that I own listed and wrote down the ones that I really enjoyed there. And then I went through and I thought back to all the consoles that I've had over the years that I might not have anymore and thought, okay, so what games on that console really stand out to me? And so I wrote down the the one from the NES that's worth anything. And I wrote down, you know, a bunch from the Super Nintendo and a bunch from the PlayStation 1 and like 40 from the Xbox or from the Xbox. I'm sorry, from the N64, you know, because such a great console. Oh, good. Don't, don't sleep on it. <laughs> I never knew that we had such a, a, a Nintendo 64 stand on the. You actually know, I knew that I knew we had that. I, you I were there. Those. You were at March Madness. Yeah, Look, I, I still, I still, every week, I look forward to 
watching the video about the guy who's playing through the entire N64 catalog. I'm still watching that every week. <laughs> oh <my gosh. sighs> Just played a really terrible motocross game last time. It, it looked awful. <laughs> But anyways, yeah, and I, I just went through every console that I've had, every game that I've played, uh, and then I had to stop and go, okay, now handheld. <laughs> Where am I at with my handhelds? And oh, my gosh. I went through and made a list of, of a few hand a few games from each handheld, since I just didn't have as many. And then I narrowed down from there, okay, so what, what can I definite, definitively say isn't going to make the top 20? And I, I cut little by little. And, and whittled it down, and, and it's like, okay, I got this. This one series has a ton of representation, and like, you wouldn't let me lump them all together like I wanted. So, I had to. We have to. You have to have. There's got to be limits to this. Like I said, if if you're talking about, was it the the, the walk? Is it the Walking Dead or some of those that are episodic? Those Telltale games, right? Is that mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. To me, that makes sense. Like, okay, so this is. You know, episode one through five, and it tells like the complete story, and they're not, you know, to me that's okay. That's a single game, but I'm not going to say, oh, well, uh, one of the games that made my my top twenty is Assassin's Creed, the series. It does, it does <laughs> tell a complete story, and like okay, that's that's a bit. Much. Is that is that one overarching story though? I feel like it's several different stories that loosely tie together. Maybe, but you but you wouldn't say I'm going to put the Ezio collection, which is like what three games? That's three like games. Each, I, but each one of them is their own individual game. I don't know. I only played one of those anyway. Just Assassin's Creed Two. So I haven't played I haven't played any of those. Just the best one in the entire series of Assassin's Creed, which is Black Flag. I I didn't play it, so I can't argue with you one way or the other. But you I have played Black Flag. About- no, I oh. played the original and I played two. Let me ask you this: Did, did you, you enjoyed Sea of Thieves, right? Uh, I liked playing Sea of Thieves with my son. Okay, and that's about it. I think you maybe you would enjoy uh, Black Flag. I don't know. I thought it was well, this was my first Assassin's Creed game, and I think the combat was very similar to the other Assassin's Creed um, games before it, but the ship combat and that whole environment of being on a ship was just something special. Well, for for what it's worth, I do have it. I do have Black Flag. Uh, okay. I I actually have I have Assassin's Creed. I think I think my Assassin's Creed's one disc doesn't work though. When I bought it used for a dollar, it didn't work. But I have Assassin's Creed two. I have I think I have the Ezio trilogy because uh, you know the 360 games were really cheap at one point so i was snatching them up i think i have the 360 trilogy i have assassin's creed 3 and i have black flag and then i jump all the way to valhalla <laughs> mm. and i might have some digitally that i'm not thinking of right now but i'm thinking about the physical games that i have uh that are playable on series x yeah. i just pulled those all out mm-hmm. Or uh, alphabetized them and all that jazz. You should want your physical ones. Yeah, this is physical. How many physical uh, 360 games do you have? Oh, gosh. I don't know. <laughs> that are playable on... I'd have to go over and count them. 
but I have a lot. Not, not even the. Uh, do you not have a 360 anymore? I do have a 360. Okay, so but, they're all playable. Yeah, but I don't want to play on the actual 360. Well, you know, sometimes that's that's all you. Yeah, like I've got my 360 sitting here. Well, not well. It's a used one. It's not mine. But yeah, I, I no problems playing on the on the OG 360. I think my thing is that it's not in my room. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Do 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 do. See, I, I have a ton that I got from Games with Gold for Xbox right. 360. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. Let's see. So, <laughs> um, according to my list here, playable on Series X, which I haven't updated this in a while. Is 137, and then not playable on it is another 35. Hmm. So, physical, digital, all that. Okay. Yes. So, so what was your? So you were making a list of like your top games, and you went system by system, right? Yeah. And were you going just with the games that you owned? No, not necessarily. If okay. there was, um, that's where I started. But if there was like games I don't own anymore, or the one of my criteria is it's something I either had to have finished or gotten the majority of the way through the game um, for it to count. So like, um, I didn't count Elden Ring, even though like it's probably one of the better games that I've ever played. I didn't finish it, so I didn't count it. How many, it made how many hours? How many hours did you? How many hours did you put into it? 120 that is more than enough to consider it to be in, in your top games of all time yeah but i only got through what's the third area barely starting on the fourth and i had let's see i had the fourth and there's that one at least three more areas i needed to go through and so like i'm at about the halfway point and it's like that doesn't feel right to see, oh, I finished half the game. I can count that. You know what I mean? I plan on finishing it later this year. You've seen how my plan has been going <laughs> so far this year. I have finished uh, yeah. zero games. Thanks to Dead by Daylight. It, it's not just that. It's it's D and D. It's life in general, and just being exhausted at the end of the day. Mm. This OLD thing I keep running into. It's kind of a problem. This year, I I'm gonna I'm gonna leave my 30s, and that's just if it makes you feel any better, you have already <laughs> embarked on your 40th year. On your birthday, it's just the completion of 40 years, so you're already technically in your 40s if you want to think about it that way. You're making this worse for me. Okay, stop <laughs> it. <laughs> no, no, I'll tell you what, I'll make it better. I'll make it better for you. You're still five years away from when you need to get a colonoscopy. Uh, I was 15, dude. <laughs> when I had oh. my first one. Oops. What, what do you mean? What do you mean? Oops. You just like, oops. you like stumbled in, you like stumbled into it. You fell asleep <laughs> and the doctor walked in. He had the wrong chart and he's like, ah, oh, well, Mr. Smith seems you're here for your routine colonoscopy. Ah, you look pretty young for being 52, but no matter. You feel a little pressure. Now, count backwards, starting at 20. 
No, not quite like that. But <laughs> well, I figured, you know, hey, if my if my younger son could have two colonoscopies in a week, I can handle this. I can, I can do this. The, the colonoscopy in and of itself isn't bad. It's the cleanse before it that is awful. Yeah, they gave me the piece of paper saying, here's all the stuff that you need to do. Like, here are the things that you shouldn't eat. I'm like, oh, so I'm not going to be able to eat a raw apple. I can't eat the stuff that I typically consume. So for these like five days leading up to it, I had to completely change my diet, which kind of sucks. But the good news about this is that if I'm looking at when that would start, I would only have like one class to teach throughout the whole time because the procedure is on a Monday. It's actually on the Monday of spring break. So I'll be starting the whole, you know, changing my diet. And then the, the cleansing is going to happen. I guess like the, that Sunday, you know, so the day before, but I mean, I'd rather do it then than trying to do it in the middle of the week and deal with teaching with everything else. Hmm. You know, they do have this wonderful time built in for teachers called summer, where you don't necessarily have to teach anyone anything. Well, unless you were on a 10 and a half month contract like me, and so you still teach throughout the entire summer for the most part. Dang it. I tried. <laughs> no, but yeah, that, that sounds good that you've got it planned out that way. So it's the most, a minimal impact on your daily life. Well, yeah, and... Because like someone's going to have to drive me there and drive me home. It's like, I'm not allowed to drive after the procedure. Like, okay, fine. So I think my wife is going to do it or my son can do it. Fortunately, the place is just a few miles from my house. I took my father-in-law to get his done a year or two ago. And I'm like, why, why are you having to drive all the way out here? Like, it was like, it, it wasn't necessarily downtown, but it was still you know, a good drive for us. But the place I'm going is in the same building where I had my sleep studies. I'm like, oh, okay, this is basically around the corner. And I, I appreciate how, at least in the past few years, there seem to be more specialists in my area at the, the hospital complex that's um, really close to me. So like, you know, my primary care physician is in, you know, the Plaza 2 building and the GI is in Plaza 1 right next door. I'm like, oh. Well, this is easy. Like when my son was having to go to GIs for celiac disease, we're having to go like downtown. So it was like a 45, 50 minute drive and then having to pay for parking and go underground to get to the right elevator to go up to like the 15th floor. I was like, this is, this is crazy. This is crazy. What I need to do here. Oh, I'm going up to the fifth floor. That's easy. That's the top floor. Okay. Oh, and the parking? Parking's free. Thank you. So, yeah, my wife was like, you're doing this at the beginning of spring break? I'm like, yeah, yeah, just get it, just get it done. Just be done. Yeah, you'll be happy so, when it's over. So we'll have a, a Patreon exclusive um, to do some, some live webcasting to see if I can, you know, do some recording. Or not. I probably should. Yeah, maybe maybe don't do that. <laughs> Fine. Gosh, Dad. You ruin everything. It's about time you realized. <laughs> oh, so going back to the um to the list of games. 
when you because you came up with how many games did you start off with? Like when you went through your systems and you went through the games that you owned and purposely left out things that I said, yeah, that's, that's not going to make the cut. But like, I only played 120 hours, so it's not enough for me to make a fair judgment call on it. Okay, oh, it was yeah. it was on the that list initially, and I, I, I that's one of the ones I I cut it for that reason as I worked through it. Okay. But um, I had put together a list of 90 some odd games, close to 100, uh, okay. before I started narrowing it down. And I, don't ask me what was on there now; I can't remember. But I just have you didn't you, you didn't keep your list. I didn't keep the hundred list. No, what? I just have the twenty list. So I just delete things from the list as I went down. Oh, I wish you. I wish you kept. Is there any way to recover what you had on there? No. Oh, Not unless really I just kept... go and remember it. Because uh, I was saying, like, you should really should keep that. That way, you can have your own personal top one hundred list and just edit and move things around as time goes on, but still have like your main, you know, top twenty, and see if anything can creep into that. Because like I, like I said, I've got my pages here. And they are not in order, but I actually like they are written down. See, top, so, top so, five was pretty easy for me. I, I have a generally consistent like top few. I know that are always going to be there. Everything after that was a nightmare. I was cursing you specifically while I was making the list. Me? Here's your idea. Well, you know what? I've talked about this for a very long time. So you have, you've had plenty of time to do something. Grouchy came up with a list a year ago when we talked about it. I yeah. did, but you didn't. Nope. Oh, look. So that's my fault. You're used to dealing with students. You know, you got to wait till the last minute. That's precisely what I did, or at least I thought I did. And then you move the deadline back, and now we're now we're in the clear. Well, I mean, that's what I should do with my students. Back. Should with my students. All right, your test is tomorrow. Oh gosh, you got to study. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry, I misread the syllabus. Your test is actually in a week. <laughs> Maybe don't do that. <laughs> no, I probably shouldn't. So, so what were the what were the things that made you delete a game off your list? You already mentioned with Elden Ring. I just feel like you didn't play it far enough to include it. Mm-hmm. What else were some of the things that you said? Uh, this one is it's not worthy. It's not right. Uh, it's a lot by <clears throat> by feeling. Um, uh, spoiler: I had a lot of Resident Evil games on my list. I love the Resident Evil series, and it's like, okay, yeah, but they can't they can't all be on the list. So, which are the best of these Resident Evil games? And I and had since to I wouldn't let you include them as a single entity. Well, I see that wasn't one that I would have though. I wouldn't because they they're not all one story. I mean they they're all one world, but they're not one overarching story. Uh, if it was like one overarching story, like the Mass the Legend Effect of trilogy, Zelda, oh Legend of Zelda, oh no, no, no. I just didn't have a lot of Zelda because I haven't finished a lot of Zelda games uh, oh, over the years it's for some reason. But but Mass uh, Effect. So I I feel like those games kind of. Uh, you know what? We can let, if the listeners say, Mathman, you're wrong and Blaze Knight is right, whatever. Then I'm just not going to care. I'm just going to well, throw my you, hands up, like dealing with you, a teenager. But you know what? <laughs> you win. I'm tired of arguing. Do what you want. <laughs> if you want to go strictly based on the differential of gameplay, 
uh mass effect one to mass effect two is a pretty stark difference two to three not as much but so i i understand where you're coming from there but um yeah and then just trying to keep like at least for a while i tried to keep representation from different genres of games that that eventually fell to the wayside too uh, certain genres got completely cut out of the top twenty, and it's like. So oh, wait, wait, that... why'd you feel why'd you feel the need to to do that? Like this is your own personal top twenty. Yeah, exactly. My list, because that's how I think. I'm like, wow, you know, I really wanted, uh, let's say, a Metroidvania on the list. And it's like, you know, I really enjoy this genre. It's one of my my favorite genres. But how could it be one of my favorite genres if none of the games in the genre make anywhere near the top? of my list. You know what I mean? That just doesn't mm. make, that doesn't make logical sense to me. So if I have a genre that I'm not including and I go, Oh man, I love Metroidvanias, but none of them are in my top 20. But Is you, it really what, one what of that, my favorite genres? Like, well, well, that makes sense because I could say that I really like, you know, smash brothers or animal crossing, but if none of them are in my list, do I really like them? It's like, well, yeah, I like them, but in terms of like single games, there are certain games that in its own self-contained experience is so, in my mind, so far superior to any game in that particular genre or that series. So, and what you're saying makes total sense. You're like, you can love Metroidvanias, but unless there's one that stands out above the rest, it's, it's okay that you don't necessarily have a represent a representative from that genre that, that, yeah, that's fine it was it was tough to to make that choice but i i did narrow it down and i've been i've been fiddling with my like bottom few for a while um and oh wait wait wait, wait maybe this one oh, maybe that one mm, what about this one and and i i kept scrolling through the list of games that i had and said okay how do i feel about about this game and how does it stack up to uh metal gear and it's like oh man oh that that that's tough as i you know i really enjoyed you know the first two metal gears those are or that that's about the extent of my enjoyment of metal gear but really enjoy the first two metal gears but how do they stack up to like i don't know um majora's mask you know uh, like uh, i don't know and so made cuts that way too, comparing so, based on feeling in the moment. So since you can't really beat Mario Maker, I guess that couldn't make the list either. Oh, you can actually, because when you beat Mario Maker, you unlock the um, skinny Mario. Y- yep. And same with Mario Maker Two. When you beat Mario Maker Two, which actually does have a story mode, uh, you fix the castle and all that jazz. So. All right, fine. You win again. You should turn this. I mean, if the games were any good, maybe I would. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. Well, wait till I hear your list. <laughs> well, yeah, I, you know, I'm, it'd be interested to, to hear how many games we have in common on our list. I'm, I'm betting you don't have a lot of the same games I do. I'm sure that you don't have the same games that I do. Like I can That's say like, well, I know this one's not on your list. That one's not, that one's not, that one's not, eh, maybe that one, that one's not, 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 
yeah, it's yeah, you probably haven't even played that one. Even though it's a great one, you probably wouldn't have it. Yeah, there there's gonna be a ton of games like that because everybody that's on everybody that's on here, there's things that they are really into that not everybody else is. Like if Grouchy were on here, you know, of course I know what his number one game would be. He's wrong. But <laughs> you know, it's the, the games that he plays are not the same games that, that I play. He might have uh, Danganronpa on there. I don't know. You know, Skinny Matt probably has Doki Doki Literature Club. We know for sure he doesn't have Dragon Quest Eleven. I don't know. He might not have the same criteria as me. Yeah, but he actually has to actually play it, though. <laughs> well, apparently he's going to finish it at the same time I finish Shadow of the Tomb Raider, so... It'll be surely you surely you can finish that before he even plays another minute of Dragon Quest 11. <laughs> Love you skinny Matt, but we got you got to you got to get your switch back. Come on. Oh, maybe he just needs to get a copy of it for the Xbox, then he'd play it. See, then he'd have to start over though, and I don't think he he wants to play through the I wasn't first. That, he wasn't that far into it. There's no way he was. I thought he was through the first like two chapters. He and is there only like three? There, there's three acts, and I don't know if he. I don't really know that he finished the second act because that's. I don't know. I'm. Not, I need to check with him and see how far he actually. Got. Maybe he did. I can't. I remember. feel. I. I feel like there was somebody we talked to that finished the second act and said, "Okay, yep, I'm. I'm done." And you're like, "No, no, 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 no." You got to do the third act too, because the third act is like so important and the second act feels like the end, but the third act is so important. I, I, I vaguely remember having that, oh, you having that conversation it, with somebody. It was not, I, I really don't think it was skinny, Matt. It was, um, oh gosh, was it Xbox Canada? No, 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 no. Maybe Hungry Pup. Because that would have been it would have been longer than that his guest spot. Yeah, I I really don't think it was. I really don't see how it could have been Skinny Matt. Because if he'd gotten that far, I wouldn't be giving him as much crap about it. Hmm. So but, hey, if you're out there, if you're out there listening, and it was you who got through those first two acts but you didn't finish, let me know. And who knows? It could have been. Yeah, it could have been. Um, Kind Zane. I I don't know. I feel like it was before we started doing brunches. Oh, really? Oh, gosh. Maybe maybe it was him. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, well. Yeah, so look, when I, when I made my list, I just started thinking about, you know, what games do I think of as my favorite games? And so those were the ones that are, like, uh, that are on page one. The ones that are like easy for me to think of. And then I started getting to like page two. I was like, oh yeah, I can still add on page two. Page three and page four got a little bit, a little bit iffy. But then I also have my uh, secondary list, like the the alternates. And I'm just realizing I misspelled alternates. <laughs> Grief. What is You're my the only problem? one looking at it. You're the only one looking at it. I promise. I know, which is it. why I have to change that. 
So, so like, you know, on my list of alternates, of course, you have the classic Legend of Zelda 2. That's an alternate for me. Really? I, I, I just saw uh, somebody was playing on their PC a remade version of Legend of Zelda 2 uh, it's, uh, in widescreen, and they've got new secrets built in, and they have, like, a map and stuff. Like, it's a really cool version of it. Was it still like the the eight bit style, or have they upgraded yeah, the visuals? Yeah, the same art style, same game. There's a huh. little bit, a little bit extras. They made it widescreen, let you jump up and on the stairs to reach Zelda in the opening thing. I didn't watch for too long, but it looked really cool. I'll I'll send it to you. Yeah, I I played a ton of that as a kid. Um, like we rented it a few times from the local mom and pop video store until we just eventually bought it. Um, it is one of those games that I played along with my sister. We just, I don't know if my brother played with us or not, but like it was a, it was one of those rare games that we were all kind of playing together and taking turns. And that didn't, didn't really happen a lot because eventually video games became a thing that only I was doing because my sister got to be a teenager. And while that was not cool to play video games, being a teenage girl back in that day, and then my brother was five years older, so he was definitely off to bigger and better things. And here we are, several, several years later, still greatly enjoying our hobby of choice. Well, you know what? It, I, I do this. My older brother, you know, still does, you know, he, I'm not going to say he plays with Lego bricks, but, you know, he and his significant other, they you know, still buy sets and look for the, the specials and the, the neat things. And they, you know, you know, build their, their own stuff. Like that's one of the things I that mean, he enjoys doing. The sets that they have nowadays are really, really cool. Uh, not like when I was a kid where it was just, Oh, here's generic castle. Have fun. Now you can get, you know, your, your entire um, millennium Falcon for the, you know, from star Wars, you can get entire scenes, um, from different franchises uh they have mario ones now and like it's it's so big and so cool like absolutely get into that no i I do remember there being a lot of stigma around video games when when i was younger and even as a as a guy like i felt that stigma let alone what it must have felt like for like your sister for example yeah Uh, speaking of legos though uh the mall that we were at today with the um the adoption fair they had a Lego store and I convinced my wife, like, I just want to walk in there. Okay. Some of the sets they had, like there were some that I didn't even know existed. And I usually, you know, I followed the Lego group on, on Twitter and see the new things they put out. I was like, Oh man, there's just so many, th- like if I had an unlimited supply of money, there were some, I, I would have walked out with it. So many sets. Like the Eiffel Tower with 10,000 pieces. Yeah. Yeah. I would. And to me, that would be, that would be like my therapy. Like when I built that little you know, Lamborghini model around Christmas, like I took my sweet time with it, make sure all the pieces were there snug and firm. And it was, it was great. But to do those 10,000 pieces, but I think what shocked me is that they still had um, the, the 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 NES set and the the Pac-Man arcade uh, set there. They still had those in stock. I was like, oh, wow! I 
can't drop the money on those, but boy, that'd be really cool. That's where they get you. Those sets are also really pricey. Uh, yeah, but they are also so intricate. That that's true. It's not very, like very true. It's not like the you know the, the generic castle that you were talking about. Or here's a here's a car where the base of the car is already like one prefab piece, and you're like snapping the four tires on it. You know, this is. I don't know. Yeah, but no, no, and I, and I didn't get the the Hogwarts castle, I or the, the Harry Potter castle Hogwarts. I, I didn't get. Um, gosh, there's so many cool things, <laughs> but I I, I I spent zero dollars. Congratulations! And, and even though there were some humble bundles and deals this week, I said no. Nope. Still spending zero dollars. Wow, that's good. Uh, I have it easy this month because it's my anniversary month, and so I'm in the. I could get a gift at any point still, uh, so I'm not allowed to spend anything on myself, so I don't have to stress as much. Uh, you know I what? Did, I did win a copy of the Alan Wake DLC. Uh, oh, nice! From a friend, so that that was nice. So, speaking Someone. of buying something for yourself. I may have pre-ordered a Christmas present for myself. Nice. It was that Ichiban statue. (laughs) (laughs) So I I told my wife a couple of days ago, I said, yeah, by the way, I pre-ordered something. We can make it a Christmas present. So she's like, that's fine. And she said, if I'd seen that, I probably would have gotten that for you. I'm like, okay, so this is, this is cool. There you go. So like a seven inch tall Ichiban will be, you know, somewhere here, you know, protecting I expect, me. I expect to see it proudly displayed regularly. Well, of course. Him with his hero's bat and his punch perm hair, you better believe it. <laughs> oh, see, it, when I was like setting up my games, I had this tiny little space where like uh like a DVD player or something's supposed to fit on this entertainment stand. I'm trying to figure out what I want to put there. And I don't have a ton of amiibo, but I'm thinking that's what I'm going to put in that little slot right there is my amiibo. I have like two or three uh, as like the, the giant Mario you had to get uh, for the original Mario Maker so he could uh, get like the big power up in your level. And then uh, Wait, I have the a giant Mario. You mean yeah. like the 8-bit one? Yeah, but it's it's giant. Here, you, you talk for a second. I'll go grab it. Oh. Well, maybe I should go grab my um, 8-bit Amiibos. I've got, I've got three of them. I've got two different two different Mario versions. Why do I have two different ones? One's still in the box. One is not. And I've got my, my Link Amiibo, the 8-bit Link Amiibo. He's still in his box, but I did kind of break him out a little bit, but I still have the box for him. Oh, is Blaze not coming back? Here we go. Yeah, it's the uh, 30th anniversary Mario. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I've got that. I actually have... Hold on. I would say, you keep talking while I go grab my stuff. Let's see. But I'm not as good at uh, talking to myself as you are. I'm actually quite poor at that. So I don't know that I can carry on this conversation while you're gone. Oh, see, you got... Oh, you got them both. Nice. I only I needed know. one, so Wait, I there, picked color. 
Why are there two? Why do I have two of these? One of them is um, the original colors, and one is the new, the modern colors. Yeah. So, yeah. So this one that's still completely intact in the box is the modern color one. All right. See, and that modern color one is the one that I have out and leaves. I don't keep mine in the box. I'm not cool like that. Well, I. That's like the only one that is in the box. Yeah. I probably should have those displayed a little bit. I don't know. Only if you want to. Yeah, I've got a few things. I got this um it's an old it's like a CD uh, tower. And we took all the CDs out and put them in storage and so now I decided to put it on my desk so that's where I've got my uh like the office mini like miniature Funko Pops. I've got some games. I've got the the Cuphead limited edition physical copy of the switch at the top. Yeah. Excuse me. You're excused. Ugh. All right. So hopefully we'll have more busters on so we can talk about our top games. And if they're listening, they need to be developing their lists. And all of you backlog busters out there, all of those of you in the community, you need to be coming up with your top 20 list. And maybe even top 40 if you can think of that many games. I had a top 40 for a minute, but then I kept narrowing it down. Also, when you're making the list, don't delete things. Or do, if it makes you happy. I tell you what, if you want to delete, just do a, a cross out that we can still read what was there. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Whoa, that's a good idea, math man. Yeah, a wonderful idea. We should totally do that and not just delete things. Yeah. Uh, see, th- see that, that the deleting a thing, it feels cathartic for me because then it's like it's gone. I don't have to worry about it anymore. It's like when I go to the grocery store sh- shopping, I use a spreadsheet for that. Very similar so that it's, it's you know, it's online. It's the Google, Google sheet. My wife can add to it. I can add to it. I can just delete the thing and it's gone. And then I got it. I don't need to worry about it anymore. It's out of the way and the list gets smaller and I feel better. Okay. But I think for me, I would rather still just cross it out or highlight it once I've purchased it, especially if it's something that I purchase regularly. That way, when I'm trying to think, what do I need at the store? I can go and refer back to that and say, oh, these are the things I got last time. Let's, you know, do that again. You know, I saw, (laughs) this is a major tangent, but I'm going to go down it anyway, because this is the backlog busters and that's what we do. I saw a a TikTok video that was um, this guy. He normally does like like a geoguessing type channel. You'll send him a video and he'll be like, oh, uh, I don't know why that happened. He'll be like. uh, So, no, no, that happened because I thought I was muting myself. (laughs) I thought I was muting my camera and I clicked the. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, My bad. so anyway, this this guy that I watch, he normally does like a like a geo guessing type situation, and he uh, will you'll send him a video and he'll be like, oh, I'll figure out where that's at from the clues around the video, and like it is a 
exercise and online safety, right? But he had uh, a friend sent him a video or something, and it's like, here's how you can use your old Amiibo to make a spreadsheet for what's in your freezer, and you can, you know, check it and then add and remove things using this spreadsheet. And it was this really, like, cool but complicated thing that I'll never actually do. But talk, you talking about being able to remember what was on the list and what you need to buy reminded me of that spreadsheet he was talking about. It sounded really unique and interesting and... I was like, you know what? I nobody else is gonna gonna like this in my family, so I'm not gonna share this to anybody else. But it was a, a cool concept, just way out of my personal grasp. I don't know, but I have the right thing to scan the amiibo anyway. But um, it doesn't necessarily have to be that. It, it could be a different way to access the spreadsheet. But you could like put in the number and you add or delete. But I'm so I'm such a creature of habit that. Whatever store I go into, I always park in the same area, if not the exact same spot. I take the same path through the store, so I go by the same stuff. So especially like if I go to Costco, I'll go up and down every food aisle to see if they've maybe restocked something they haven't had in a while. Or, oh, that's right. You know what? I forgot that I did need to buy salsa or ketchup or, you know, some, you know, I needed to buy, you know, pepper. Um, so for me, it's like, I'm just buying the same stuff every time. Now, if I go to Sam's and I do the, you know, self-checkout, it's like, Hmm, maybe you forgot these items. I'm like, I didn't forget this. I already have plenty from the last time that I was here. <laughs> it's like, don't, yep. are you sure you don't need to buy these two kinds of cheese? I'm like, not anymore. I don't, I've got high cholesterol. So I'm trying to cut back on that. Thank you very much for reminding me of the things that I can't enjoy anymore. You know, it has good intentions of getting you to spend more money. I mean, remembering the things you might have forgotten. Oh, you got to appreciate the, the attempt, though, right? Yeah, you know, I, but it's, it's also kind of slapping you in the face of like, hey, remember Cheesehead? You like cheese, don't you? Don't you <laughs> want to buy this other stuff, too? Looks like you haven't bought butter or sour cream in a while. Think you might need... No, I'm fine. I'm fine. I haven't been able to make it out to Sam's Club in a while, so. It's clear yeah, on the other I, end of town, and the only other store I had to go to that was on the other end of town was Aldi. And now they put one on my end of town, so I don't need to go all the way over there for that. Oh, nice. Yeah, we and get then, their um, we get their gluten-free bread. I just walk in, I buy like an entire pallet that has like six loaves in it. And sometimes it's all the bread they have. And people will look at me like, buy all the bread, won't you? I'm like... That's because they didn't have any more, and I would have. <laughs> hey, yeah, but nobody, nobody else is buying bread that costs six dollars a loaf. So, don't don't give me any lip. You, you, <laughs> you sit there and you can buy your your cheap dollar dollar and a half loaf. See, here's here's the thing that I like about Sam's Club is that you can just scan the things that you want and then check out and just walk out the door without ever having oh, yeah. to go to a register. Oh, love that. Using the app. And I don't have to you know, worry about it. Now, what I don't like is when people are doing that and they're standing in the middle of a busy aisle. That oh. drives me crazy. It doesn't take long. You just bloop and keep going. Well, some people like me, I don't do the scanning until I'm at the very end. Once I have everything 
then I go through and I just do the continuous scan and put it all in. Yep, I scan one at a time as I go through. Bloop, there's that one. Bloop, there's that one. I want to. I want to watch the price go up and my depression go up as it does. I guess for me, I'm not worried too much about it because it's stuff that I'm going to. It's stuff that I need anyway. So I'm not going to say no. I'm not going to buy. Um, I guess there are some things I don't need, but like we need to buy food. So I'm not too concerned about it. I'm not buying a bunch of unnecessary stuff. Right. Neither do I, but you know, still spending money that I'd rather not be spending on food or otherwise. It doesn't matter. Just anytime I spend money, I get that feeling. Yeah. I, well, I kind of get more of that feeling like when it comes to cars. So last week, my son called me and said, the door handle broke. What? So he gets home. I'm like, ah, on the outside, I guess maybe the a, a seal broke. So it's the handle is still there. But part of it, like the, the hinge had, had broken. So he could still get in and out. It was just very frustrating. So went and got that repaired. Um, but you know what? Over, go over to the junkyard and find a similar model and snag one of those? No. I mean, I'm sure there are junkyards around here, but probably not really close. But then I would have to install it, and I don't know how to do that. So, I don't know. Fair enough. Now, there was a time that I might have done that, but um, on the cars that we have, I'm letting everybody else, you know, I'm paying people to do the work for it because I don't want to mess it up. Everything's going to be on record. Anybody could pull the, the Carfax report and see everything that's been done to it. Um, yeah. And, and I know that there are places around here like, hey, man, yeah, we'll repair your car. We'll make sure it doesn't even go on the Carfax report. Oh, really? Well, thank you so much for telling me about your unethical practices. I'm going to go somewhere else now and give them my money. Uh, I always go to the same place. They're, they're good people. Yeah, I, I, I do too. Um, I think I've had some bad luck at some other places. I felt like, you know what? It seemed like there are now more issues than there were whenever I came here the first time. Or there's things that you're telling me that seem seem not right. Anyways, remember that time we were talking about video games? That was pretty neat. Yeah, so I was, I was going to ask you, um, what do you plan on playing um, in the next week or two? Uh, well, uh, hypothetically or, or actually? Let's go hypothetical. I'm afraid of what reality will bring <laughs> us. Well, uh, hypothetically and, and in actuality, I'm going to play some D&D tomorrow. Um, hopefully, unless something happens to somebody. Um, I can't foresee it, but you never know. He's canceled on a Sunday before. Um, I should play Final Fantasy 6 or Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Um, I need to... I might move Bayonetta 2 up the list and start it this week because this week is uh, actually my anniversary. Um, And so that was one of the things I told my wife I would do this month is play some Bayonetta 2. And if nothing else, I want to do that for her. is like a pseudo 
a pseudo gift. It's not really a gift, but you know, <laughs> to experience one of her favorite games, I think she'll really appreciate it. So, it's not many people that can say my gift to you is you getting to watch me play your game. I mean, she's getting like actual gifts. Don't get me wrong, but you know, it's not it's something I haven't played yet, and I've held off on for lots of years. Like we have Bayonetta two on the Wii U, and we've had it, you know, since it came out or pretty close to it so a long time we've had it and i haven't played it so it's kind well, of I, I expect a full report the next time we meet and now i have the the switch version and it's sitting out on my shelf where i can see right here from where i'm sitting i can see it presumably couldn't tell you which one it is because letters are kind of <laughs> small from here but <laughs> i can see it <laughs> it it's near the left side you know, because it starts with a B. And that's how I alphabetized left to right. See, and I've I've messed up my game, my games to the Switch ones because any Switch game that has a decent reversible cover, I reverse the covers on it, which means the name of the game is no longer on the spine. You know, I should go through my cases and see what has decent reversible covers now that they're not shoved in a, a cabinet. There are quite a few that have. You know, good reversible covers. Um, I, I feel think like Octopath I does. I know I have Octopath Traveler. I think the first. I'm sorry. I think the first one does. I'm. I think it's the. Uh, let me see. Oh, what is this? That is. Okay, so that's uh, three hopes. Uh, that's. Tears of the Kingdom, Breath of the Wild, that one. So Octopath Traveler 2 is sadly disappointing. This is the reversible cover for Octopath Traveler 2. Oh, the the white uh, with boring text on the left side. Standard. Yes, but here's the inside of the steel book. Oh, there you go. I'm like, well, that would have been so much better. Wait, can I? I bet I could probably take that out, but it'd probably ruin it. Um, I think one of the best reversible covers, though, is the one for Metroid Prime Remastered. This is the reverse, the reversible cover with the spine and everything. Nice. So the so the back of it doesn't have the the warnings and how many players can play it. Like th- that, this to me is how a reversible cover should be. This is how you make good reversible covers. Sorry for those of you who are not. Okay. Oh, oh, wait, what is this? <laughs> oh, Far Emblem Engage. A game that I think we're supposed to play at some point. Yep. Whenever you finish Infinite Wealth and I'm back to a Switch game, that's the plan. The Sparks of Hope have a reversible one? I don't think it does. No, it's Ubisoft. I, I'm, you know what? I haven't even. Oh, oh gosh, this is bad. Don't haven't don't even, open yours. I'll go get mine. It's no, open. I. I need to open it because it shouldn't. It needs to breathe. There we go. <laughs> okay, right okay, there. I'll let... For everybody, ah, this is what you want to hear. You this, hear this. that crinkling plastic? Yeah, get up. Oh, this is what you what you pay for. What's on the ins? This is trash on the inside. 
customer support, <laughs> warranty. It, what, what is what is this? Service à la clientèle, garantie. Ah, c'est French. Replacement de produits, documentation. Oui, contactez directement l'équipe d'assistance du support technique d'Ubisoft avant de nous envoyer votre produit. All right, great. I feel like that's And on my list to play this year too. So, what? Sparks of Hope. Well, yeah, we talked about like we have that. And we have Fire Emblem Engage that we're supposed to be, you know, playing at the same time so that we can have good conversations about it. At least. So here's the thing. When you do the reversible covers, this is what it looks like. Uh, And so it, it just. Wait, what? Wait a minute. I don't know. I guess it is supposed to be that way. I guess I didn't remember the publisher being at the bottom of the spine on these switch cases. I guess maybe that's because most of my games are Nintendo and not the others. Yeah, I can see that from here where it's varying lengths of text at the bottom. And then you got the one weirdo game uh, has been heroes. Oh, what's that look like? Um, I can't remember. Like the, the font is not the same as everything else because it's like in black letters as opposed to the white. Ah, uh, honestly, it probably looks better than the 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 red and white. But uh, when on a shelf full of red and white, maybe not as 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 good. I am yeah, finding out that out. I need I need more physical Switch games because it's not enough to fill up that shelf. My my Xbox One shelf is completely full. But not uh, not my Switch shelf. So I think I have maybe like a handful of Xbox One games. Well, Xbox One slash Xbox Series, I guess. And it's, it's well, both. Well, even if I include the series ones, like there's so few physical games that I have for the one and the series because I was just buying so much stuff digitally. Well, see, I I used to get bonuses for for stores. So I could go in and get a physical game for it, and that's what I would do when I got my uh, my gift card bonus. And so that's why I have so many physicals, um, Xbox games. That makes sense. Now I've got a ton of physical Switch games. I, I don't know how many. Um, I could say conservatively, probably like forty to fifty. Well, I don't have that many. Well, I mean, we've just. I mean, since the Switch has been out for seven years, it's easy to, you know, you spread that out. Pick up a game here or there, especially when they're cheap. Yeah. So I don't see game- Switch carts go on big sales very often. It depends on which ones they are. Um, like I, I think I picked up the physical copy of uh, Civilization Six for like under $10. Um, I think there was like a price error and I picked up over overcooked. Is it, yeah. They picked that up for $5, the Mega Man legacy collection for $5. I think they were supposed to be like $5 off, but Best Buy had the price for $5 instead. So I was able okay. to get like two or three games with the price error. I'm like, sweet. There you go. Yep. I got delivered. 
Yeah. So um, going back to what we're going to be playing next, uh, probably going to just be playing more of Brotato and Infinite Wealth and see what comes from that. And D&D. That's not a video game. Close enough. Yeah. It's all right. It's all right. It cuts into what would otherwise be video game time for me, so I'm counting it, dang it. Yes, so you're going to count Sleeping too. I'm going to be playing uh, Sleeping. No. I mean, I could, but then this is going to get to be an even longer podcast than it already is. I'm going to be playing uh, The Sims Real World D- uh, DLC. Um, I, in this latest <laughs> packet, uh, my Sim gets to go to a community college as a professor to teach math and trigonometry. Um, ah, see, and, and my sim tomorrow gets to go and finally take down my Christmas decorations. What? It's well, covered you know, in, in snow, so. Well, that's fine. There's someone in my neighborhood, one street over, who still has like this three to four foot tall skull tombstone from Halloween leaning up against the, the front of their house. Oh, uh, in my mom's neighborhood, there's like, it's got to be eight feet tall skeleton standing in the front yard of one of the houses. Still? It's, it's huge. It's there all the time. Good grief. <laughs> and, and then sometimes that, it falls apart and they just put it back together. Or maybe it just magically does like the, the skeletal uh, Koopas. What are they called? You know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, the, 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 um, no, the, yeah, oh, I know. The dry bones. Dry bones. Like, oh my gosh. Like I, here I'm thinking I know something about video games. I can't even think of dry bones. <laughs> I mean, Mario's no, not Wait, your, wait, your no, no. Get off, get off Discord. I see your Discord messages coming through. Get <laughs> off Discord. We're doing huh? a podcast right now. No. Yes, we are. Right, you know what? Thank you, everybody, for listening. You can always find us at Backlog underscore Busters. Uh, you can find me at Mathman1024. You can find Mr. You can find Sir Laughs a Lot at Blaze Knight0923. Also, don't forget to join our Patreon, patreon.com slash Backlog Busters, where you can get uncut, unedited episodes of our weekly podcast a week early. You get to like hear all the cool tidbits and information before anybody else does. You'll be the cool kid on the playground. So please don't look at that. Don't respond to that message. Don't no. Don't, get off. Oh my word. Look, I again, turned it off. Again, applications are are, are still available for uh, another member of uh, the backlog professors. I think we're gonna be doing some reorganization here soon. Well, Hoots is going to replace me if you keep making that joke. Hmm. Hmm. Hoots. Yes. 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 Hoots. Let's let's bring on someone else who has um, small children that need attention. See, it's the small kids. They 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 interrupt everything. Hey, my seven year old hasn't interrupted anything yet. Today. We should probably go ahead and end this before you know that's a good idea. So join us in Discord. That way you can see what am I getting on to Blaze Night about? Why what are these messages? 
I mean, because it's D&D stuff, because that's clearly what he is more interested in than talking about video games. But you know what? I've We've digressed way too much. We do hope that you enjoy what you've been listening to. We've enjoyed being here, talking with each other, and talking with you guys. So, as the old grouchy man would say himself, why aren't my Steelers any good? Uh, peace out. <laughs> And Trapper on. <laughs> Self taught, no lessons. Thank you very much, Pop. Next time I'll just have to resort to DMs so you can't catch me. Okay. Okay. No, that, that that's cool. That's cool. That we're gonna stoop to subterfuge so that I can't see your your misbehavings while we're in the middle of recording an episode. Look, if your students can get away with it in class, I can get away with it here.